0: Hello, guys. Welcome to Black Queen's Republic. I am here with my good friend, Aymana. Introduce yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Aymana Mohammed, mm-hmm. and I'm Jane's friend.
0: What do you do, do a for a living?
1: Oh, I am a, I'm a trained social worker, but my title is child and family therapist, which is still funny, and I can't believe that's what I do.
0: That's amazing. How... how <laughs> how do you do that job like in this pandemic
1: i mean it's been it was kind of hard at first because i work with children 12 and under so Mm -hmm. it's hard to talk to them to begin with because i'm a stranger at first and it's hard for them to open up but as time passed everyone just got used to zoom and people are. It's a little bit harder for five-year-olds, but the eleven-year-olds are thriving. we assume. so. I'm just mm. doing what I can do with what we have.
0: Yeah, and how are you doing with the pandemic? Because you are an extrovert. <laughs>
1: On oh, the, the, the first two months, I sobbed at least once a week. I'm gonna say every other day I sobbed because oh, I was Lord. like, I can't do this. This is. I need to talk to people. I need to see them. Oh, um. But now I love it. I love it so much. And I never thought this would happen. But I, like, the fact that I can work 9 to 5 and just, like, at 5.01 do whatever I want rather than have to pack up, drive home. And I'm, sp- like, this is the most time I've ever spent outside. And it's so, I love it.
0: Guys, Imana would sprint. So we used to work together. <laughs> I'm uh, Like, I would just, like, at Four fifty nine. You just feel like her wind <laughs> out of the office. i like,
1: work life balance is so important. Oh I'm like, I'm God. gonna do my time. I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna be dedicated when it's time for me to be dedicated. But when it's over, I wanna go home. I have a my child was waiting for me. I needed to go see my baby.
0: No, that I like at one point I had to be like, Ayanna, where in God's name are you going? At five o'clock, guys, I can feel the wind of Aymana has left. She's not even existing in the office anymore.
1: Are you being paid for your workout? Five like, o two. I went
0: don't... to school for too long. She's a black god, person, by the way. Just huh? for let me just let people know you're black. You know, for yeah. con- for context. Oh my god, I had I a just... client uh, like when she
1: finally saw me, she was like, "Oh my god, you're black," and I was like, "Cause she also is black," and I was like. Mm-hmm why didn't you know i was black
0: <laughs> no that like, was really shocking to the point where i had to address the issue i was like is there a man that said if you are not in this house by five forty-six, you <laughs> oh, will die
1: I, as if a man could ever make me come home early it was <laughs> my cat i want i knew my cat was waiting for me and i just wanted to go home like i there's I just love being at home. Even though I love being out, I love being at home, especially after I've worked.
0: Oh Lord. <laughs> but I'm glad that, you know, quarantine has been you know, it's been good for me. I'm an introvert, so
1: I, I feel like this is like where we drive.
0: Yes. I've been doing really well with quarantine. I cannot believe that me, Jane, I was waking up to go to work. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I know. Like, who who is that person? I can't imagine waking up to go to work. I haven't worn pants in I don't know how long. And, you know, like, my work clothes are not going to fit. My work clothes are like hoodies, but still. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, I was thinking about it today because, like, the... My issue at the beginning of all of this also was just I've, I was feeling like I wasn't as productive as I normally am. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was doing the same amount of work. It's just, like, in the office, you just feel like you're productive because you're there. But, mm-hmm. like, you're not doing work the entire time. You're talking to your coworkers. Mm-hmm. You're messing around. And, like, when you're home, when you're not being productive, you can, like, lay down and, like, be on your bed with your cat. So it feels like you're really not doing anything. And yeah. I was thinking about how am I going to go back to... Being out of the house for eight hours and mm-hmm. not being able to lay down when I need to, you know?
0: Exactly. Like, I take naps, you know? Uh, I yes. have taken up naps. It It's great. It's refreshing. And yeah. I just, I'm honestly, like, I'm convinced that these workplaces just, they want you to be in us, like, because I, like, they don't want you to be doing well mentally. Be- <laughs> I think that's their mission it's like we have to get these people these employees to a point of where they're just but like on ten- break your spirit yes because <laughs> i've been doing so well i'm like wow i didn't know my brain can be doing this well
1: no honestly i definitely think that some workplaces want to break your spirit not all i really like what i do right now but i definitely have had experiences where i was like okay like you guys are actively working towards making me miserable, mm-hmm. but yeah, it does. It does feel like like I, you don't want happiness if you want me to just like be gone from my house for eight hours or just right. be in the office.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, everyone. Like I just feel like a lot of these jobs can be done at home, but the this controlling thing of you wanting me to yeah. go to a building—it's exactly. weird. I'm being productive still. Like it's not like. My workload has changed. Yes, I take a exactly. nap. But what's wrong with taking a nap? Uh uh-uh. uh. As just... long as you're still doing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Take your nap, right? Exactly. Like, why does it matter? But I mm. I know
1: I'm gonna have to go back. What I do, I can do it via Zoom. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's better to be done in person. So I know I'm gonna eventually have to go back. But I feel like maybe it can be like I'm in three times a week rather than five and then i can work two from home i'm
0: praying hopefully they transition you yes like they, they transition you back and it's not just like okay guys august 16th you're back full oh, time could you
1: imagine i we would all be in that office just sobbing
0: yeah <laughs> hopefully these workplaces have sense i'm hoping to like my workplace does not make me do because i have my clients, I can just call them, you know.
1: Have they told you anything about when you could potentially be back?
0: They want me to do counseling once a week. Um, like in person. In person. Starting when? So they want me to start like mid August of so, like next week, but I'm still negotiating. Oh. oh no yeah they're like one day a week we want you to see clients in person and i was like (laughs) i don't know about that they're like we're doing screenings but i'm like what if those screenings like help when it's been 14 days
1: yeah i i'm like still very unaware of everything And I feel like most people are, but I've just been like, okay, I'm just going to stay away from everyone possible. Like I have, I've been a little lax recently about like seeing my friends, but it's normally outside.
0: Mm -hmm. It's not and like, and it's not in a closed office space.
1: Exactly. And just the fact that people are eating inside of restaurants now, Mm -hmm. excuse me, what now?
0: Me, I'm waiting for you people to go outside and be foolish and then I'll see the results. And exactly, then I'll exactly. I'll judge for myself if I want to go out. I feel know. like that's just
1: like the African way.
0: Cuz like, I'm you not test it
1: and you let me know cuz
0: I'm yeah, not going to be the tester. I am not testing God. Nope. <laughs> the Bible <laughs> <My dad> says <laughs>
1: He would um go to restaurants
0: in like seven months is when he'd feel comfortable. I was like, okay. I went to a patio, but I honestly made sure to go like at midday when I know everyone's at work and there won't okay. be crowds. Like, I, but I that's only once. Like, I'm not really. I'm I'm enjoying cooking different meals, going on Pinterest, finding yeah. like you know different things to cook. So. It's been good. I'm, I'm glad that this is... I'm, I'm sad whoever, whoever is affected by COVID, of course, but... no, yeah, definitely. But I'm definitely happy with the... This how, new way of life. Yes. My spirit That's is doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. But anyways, let's get into uh-huh. our topic for today. Okay. We are talking about interracial dating. And yes, we are. <laughs> I'm excited because you and I have actually talked about this multiple times and <laughs> I I have lacked understanding, but, um, I'm hoping that, you know, you'll give me a little bit of insight and maybe, you know, I feel like I'm not going to give you
1: any insight, but I'm excited to talk about
0: it. <laughs> you might, or maybe like I'll look at things differently than I already maybe. do. Hopefully. So, before we start, so you are right now like so you're dating like a white man yes
1: yes but i like to call him spicy white because he is from europe so, oh. <laughs> so
0: like yeah i'm i'm dating a
1: spicy white guy right now
0: okay that that you know i mean sure i mean it, it's weird i, I, I and mean, he he
1: wasn't raised here he just moved here 3 years ago so
0: mm. how I is that going th-
1: it's going well. I really like him. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind. He he is so fun, and he's just so easygoing, which I appreciate.
0: So that relationship is going well. I'm wondering, because you're dating a, a spicy white man, <laughs> have you ever been with a black guy or dated black like, men? when you say, been
1: with, do you, do you <laughs> mean, like,
0: <"Hey." laughs> Like, have you ever dated a black man? Like, like I've never had a black
1: man as my boyfriend. I've also not had a lot of boyfriends. So this is this is my second like real boyfriend.
0: Oh wow.
1: Yeah, like because you know, like when you're eighteen, things really don't count, you know. <laughs> like those aren't re- those aren't real relationships, you know.
0: Are you serious?
1: I, yes. Well, I I don't count it. I feel like some people do, but I just don't. I feel like I've had two real relationships, and because it's only been, like, two relationships, both of them have one one non-spicy and one spicy white.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so, so tell me about, like, you know, because you grew up in a, you grew up in the West, but you are raised by African parents. What was your impression of, like, dating outside your race growing up?
1: well my parents are from kenya and mm-hmm. they moved to canada in the 80s and then me and my sister were born and my parents got divorced and my mom moved to north carolina and she took us with her so it was it was a very odd upbringing because we were the africans amongst no other africans because when we're in toronto it wasn't it wasn't that odd to not be from canada but in north carolina Everyone is, not everyone, but most of the people I knew were Mm -hmm. from North Carolina, unless their family was from, like, Mexico or Central America or South America. But aside from that, like, all of the black people I knew were from North Carolina, and all of the white people I knew were from North Carolina. So to not be from North Carolina was definitely a weird experience, and Mm -hmm. I feel like very much othered me and my sister from other people. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up, I feel like I I moved to North Carolina when I was in second grade, so I already, like, was kind of a person. I definitely wasn't fully a person, but I, like, had a specific way of living, and even, like, the biggest thing is a specific way of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have an accent, because, again, I'm from, like, I was born in Canada. My I have my kenyan parents who have always spoken in english and then i went to the south where people were very country and unfortunately black people and white people often didn't interact or Mm -hmm. they interacted but it was there was a specific way of life that black people lived because it's just generations and generations of people being treated like they're not as good as everybody else and kind of not kind of, 100%, like, suppressed and
0: Mm -hmm. living
1: in certain areas and being told that they are certain types of ways. So when me and my sister, like, rolled up to North Carolina, people were very much like, um, you guys think you're white. You speak like you're white. You do things like you're white, which was very, like, shocking to us because no one had ever said that to me when I lived in Canada. But it was, like, it was i don't know and i feel like i've thought about it the older i get and i feel like because black people are so disadvantaged and that just and i'm not saying all black people but like and unfortunately in north carolina and mostly like most black people are disadvantaged so mm-hmm. when you're a little bit privileged and like it's not like i grew up very wealthy my mom had a good job she was a nurse so we were somewhat privileged so the fact that we were just a little bit privileged made people say like oh so you think you're white Mm. because it was like that deeply entrenched that if black people are privileged at all so if you are privileged you think you're white which is I didn't get it when I was little but when I thought about it recently actually I was like that's so sad like it's so sad that if you have you have nice things and are able to do certain things it's like oh you're right but that's just because black people have never been given a chance
0: yes and so did you feel then that there was nowhere where you belonged at that time oh oh
1: most definitely like and i just i feel like because that's how many of the black kids treated me i was like well you think you're white and the the kids weren't really saying that so I was just mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna, it, it, and it wasn't just like oh you think you're white it was you think you're white so we don't like you so I was mm-hmm. like hanging out more with the the white children because many yeah. of the black children were like no we don't like you and of course at the time I was like this is so unfair
0: yeah um I, I can definitely maybe not relate I know like when people talk to me on the phone mm-hmm. they're always like Oh, you're black, you know? Yeah! How are we supposed
1: to sound, Jade, if our parents or if our people were colonized by the English and have always spoken English? How are we supposed to sound, is the question.
0: Exactly. And, And the fact that we associate speaking grammatically correctly. Yeah. With whiteness is fascinating to me because that's what that was always the expectation of us, you know. So, yeah. like, if you were in Uganda
1: and you were in school and you weren't speaking like perfect, grammatically correct English, mm-hmm. I'm sure your teacher would slap you exactly.
0: Like, what, are you what are you talking about? We had this system in my school. Um, yeah. my principal was like a Dutch guy, they my teacher had this coin. And so, if you were speaking broken English, sh- you you had to hold the coin. And so, yeah. if you heard someone else speaking broken English, you had to pass it to them. And whoever had the coin last got like a huge punishment.
1: Yeah, so and, like it like, so, you had to speak a certain way. You so had to go from that, and like I was raised by parents like. My dad always stay in Toronto when I think of being a child. I think of my mom raising me. Mm-hmm. And she was raised in a certain way where you speak a certain type of way. And then she taught her children to also be that way. So the mm-hmm. fact that then I got to this place and people were like, why aren't you speaking a different way? I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. What have I done? You know?
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think the fact that you always... So I guess the fact that you always fit in more with the white kids... The idea of being with dating outside your race was not was like a almost like yeah of course that's what I'm gonna do.
1: It was more. I feel like I was more like. Who I am today was more shaped by my experiences with other people when mm-hmm. I was little, rather than what my parents told me. Because my parents didn't care. And mm-hmm. when I say they didn't care, my mom doesn't care. My father also doesn't care about race, but he is very much on the Muslim man train. But that's—we're not even getting into that today, Jane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we would need a separate um episode, like episode exactly. for that.
1: I, I, I don't. My parents never made it seem like they expected us to date a certain type of
0: race. So they didn't tell you, please, if you don't bring home a Wangari, we're not, <laughs> you know, a Wangiru. <laughs> please get out of my no. house.
1: And I, feel, I think that maybe it is because we were so out of our element in North Carolina. It, there wasn't... There, there wasn't anyone that it was like, these are the people that you're supposed to be with, because there, is, there was no one like us. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there was no one connected to the culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be with our people, because it was like, there was no, we we weren't around anyone that we could consider our people. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Black people are also... From Africa, but it, it didn't feel like we were like there was anyone around that our parents could be like. Well, these are the people you need to be with,
0: you know. That's actually heartwarming to know, you know, because <laughs> you hear some horror stories of parents being like. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, did your like did your mom ever say anything to you about that? Um,
0: my mother hated men. um. <laughs> You know, she, I, I remember like not being able to even talk about man, male, boy, nothing like that was entertained until but, I was.
1: God forbid, if you're a lesbian, right? So um, she wanted that either.
0: Oh no, no, no! Oh Lord, don't even get me started. But Did I, your mom she, she just like I think just. I don't even know what she wanted because, on one hand, she'd be like, one day you'll be a mother. But I'm like, how? <laughs> <laughs> but I like, you know, but of course, I didn't ask such. I might have been like, how will I be a mother when you told me men are liars? They're trash, they're garbage, <laughs> they're very stupid, they're not good enough. <laughs> like, so how? How so
1: she will I? She didn't
0: even get
1: into the race conversation because no.
0: she, was like, she was like, I
1: hate men. My I mother
0: My mother hated men from the time I came out of her womb. Like she was just like <laughs> you will not they are the devil. She would always say, "Don't forget the devil is a man." That was her <laughs> favorite sentence. I should say that in our language. Hmm, never forget oh the gosh, devil geez. is a man. And like I understand so
1: much now. <laughs>
0: And like when we were, um, when, when I was like 23, I had a crush on this guy Uh and I called her and I was like, um, mommy, I, there's somebody, he's, (laughs) he looks nice and I sort of in a way, you know, I feel like. I kind of you know like I'm interested and she was like "Mm, you're interested in a man okay and that was the end of that conversation
1: so you couldn't even get to the what she would prefer you to be with and I guess that means really didn't like she wasn't really thinking about that either
0: right no until I was like about 25 and I was obsessing over Idris Elba and she's like hey I didn't know you like men like this and I was like what do you mean men it's Idris Elba it's one man (laughs) so that's when we started talking about boys and but even like even that that was like a celebrity man that was Idris Elba and stuff so it was it was very because she loved Denzel Washington she was like so mesmerized by him but if I ever said I was dating in real life whoo that that wouldn't that would have been ugly and you know
1: because yeah. she would have been mad you were dating in general
0: i think she would have felt she would have said like because i remember when i had th- like i had this guy friend um yeah. who ended up i ended up like like you said i don't consider it a relationship. But she was like, she would say things like, make sure he doesn't start beating you. Make sure he doesn't start doing this. She would always just bring her, you know, bring her to, watch out for this sign, these signs and that sign. And it's like, oh, we're just going to coffee. Like, hey, can we just live? Yeah. So the guy turned out to be an ass, but like, I I just, (laughs) sorry.
1: I said, so your
0: mom was right? No, she was right. I never told her, of course, because that yeah. would have been... I would never hear the end of that. But I think that's just that's just life. You just go through ass of people. Yeah. I don't think that was because of anything. It's just... It happens <laughs> to everyone. Everyone has had a really a situation with a man or a woman where they're just trash. We've all I'm been there. To,
1: I'm trying to figure out if I will ever... Like, does anyone ever look at a past relationship and think it wasn't trash? Because then you would still be in it, right?
0: Oh, that's true.
1: I've I've always... I've considered that before, but I'm sure some people have, like, ended healthy relationships that it was...
0: I don't yeah. understand how that could
1: happen, but, like, I just don't see... I feel like that wouldn't... People often think of their ex or their past relationships as just, like, trash garbage, you know?
0: I feel like... I don't know if... And you can correct me, but... I, so people in the West yeah always think that when love is not there anymore then the relationship is done and oh, yes. and then they break up and they're like i I have begun to look at you as my friend meaning the relationship is over and yes. I've never understood that because is love supposed supposed to be the like their forever like don't you reach the point where that's just your best friend and you love being on their team and you just you love bouncing bouncing ideas off of each other like is it always like I'm in love type situation when you're in a relationship maybe I'm wrong but well no I think it's
1: different from for everyone I mean for me I feel like if we no longer have that spark or passion then it's like time to go but I guess for some people it is like what you described where it is like a nice long-lasting friendship and even if you no longer want to like jump on top of each other it's still you still feel like it's a good relationship
0: yeah I I've always felt like that is not going to be and this is just me right I I feel like it I I've never felt like love was supposed to be there and I'm talking about like that love where it's like I want to rip your skirt and Yeah. I've just never felt like that's supposed to be there forever. I think that ends and then you just start to be, you know, like, like a team. For me, I
1: feel like that should end. Maybe that ends when you're 70. Oh, my
0: god. Really? I was thinking it ends after like 5 years of being together.
1: Oh my god. God forbid. Really? I've never been with someone for more than five years, but I would, I would hope that you would continue to want to like rip someone's clothes off.
0: But is it like, is it that big of a deal? Like, can't I just be like, I? It's kind of like, you know, when you first meet a guy for the first, and you guys are hot for each other. Yeah. You think he's the sexiest thing ever. Oh my god. And then after five years, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm still, I still find you attractive and that's fine. I don't necessarily want to jump on top of you, but we can have sex. That's okay.
1: <laughs> like, I... <laughs> oh my God, so, you sound so uninterested. And again, I think it's different for people, right? Some people, they don't need that, but other people, they do.
0: Yeah, it is different for everyone. So I guess you have to find... Someone
1: who matches you, right? Who matches
0: that? But for me, as long as I still like you, that will suffice.
1: No, and and for me, I wanna want to rip your pants off until I'm seventy.
0: Really good. Honestly, I'm gonna. I will check in with you when we are in our fifties and see how that is going. Because I cannot imagine me at sixty five still being interested in ripping anything of anyone. <laughs> I just I just don't I just don't see myself at all like what in anywhere.
1: For twenty um gosh, I can't do math. For twenty sixty. Yes. Yeah. First have this conversation of whether
0: No let's yeah. do it. Okay. Because, I, wow. I, I hope,
1: and I hope I still feel the same You way. are the
0: first person who was... Most people are like, ah, you know, as long as we are, we, the kids have gone to school and I'm alive. Ah, who cares? <laughs> oh, my God, no. I'm trying to get it in, like, until,
1: until I can't anymore.
0: Oh, my God. You know what? I wish you all the best. <laughs> all the best. Now, let's talk about... Um, this is something that has been bugging me because I've been seeing a lot of this so because of the Black Lives Matter movement I think yeah. it's always been around but I think now it's getting a lot of attention and you know trust black men black straight men to yeah. come with their two cents particularly black men who are who have white friends um, aka Terry Cruz um, <laughs> <laughs> or black men who are with white women there's this idea and there's always been this connotation that when black men date white women they are upgrading yeah they as have a, yeah like it's almost like a level up and when black women date white men it's like you have betrayed the black man yes have you noticed that as well especially being as seeing as you're somebody that is actively dating outside of your race
1: I mean, no one has ever, like, straight-up said anything to me about it, but I, I have felt like my best friend got married um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and it was in Georgia. It was beautiful. She's perfect. I'm so happy for her. But there were two white people at that wedding, and one of them was my boyfriend, and the other was my sister's boyfriend. And oh, let boy. me tell you. I felt, and it sucks to say, I felt, like, a little ashamed. I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Me, cause I, And then I, I felt like people would think, like, oh, those, those traitors, they don't like their own kind, you know, mm-hmm. what people like to say. Because
0: mm-hmm. yep. that
1: is what happens. Like, when Black women date outside of their race, we're, like, We're expected to, even if we're shot on, Mm -hmm. even if we're treated like trash Mm -hmm. and treated like people of the other race are the prize, we're still supposed to stay there by the sides of black men to support them and to be there no matter what.
0: Through the abuse, because black women are supposed to suffer before they can be loved. Like they, they're like the love of a. The love from a to a black woman has to be gotten through suffering, and I don't exactly. understand. Jesus already died for my sins. I'm done <laughs> suffering, guys.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> like, there is no suffering in my love story.
0: No. I, I, I will not. Where do you and think? Sorry, go ahead.
1: Sorry, I, and I was just gonna say I really don't understand why black men are like. I I feel like black men are treated because like black women are unfortunately the ones that get the worst treatment but I Mm -hmm. feel like black men are the ones that like I'm not saying they think about it more but black men are the target they're the ones that are are the the scary and the dangerous and Mm -hmm. who all these years white women have been like he raped me and Mm -hmm. he is the big scary like dark beast that is gonna come and get you so the mm-hmm. fact I feel like the fact that they can overcome that makes it feel like a prize almost that like oh I'm not this I'm not the big scary beast I'm not doing something that I could have been lynched for
0: 50 years ago oh, I yeah I have like I have like won
1: I have gotten all of the prizes that I can get and mm-hmm. so I'm going to throw this in everyone's faces mm-hmm. and for some reason try to down talk black women in my plight to get from the from the bottom to the top
0: and for a long time you know even in when, when you watch the media is a very powerful tool oh, um, definitely. and so i feel like if you look at the way that black people have been portrayed yeah black people by themselves as a people are poor they are you know they're not good enough they can't you can't make it to the top by yourself you can't so
1: you have made it to the top exactly woman is gonna be with you
0: exactly because if you look at recently i was so irritated um 50 cent did an interview <laughs> I know he did an interview with Lil Wayne and they were shitting all over black women they said that um, black women are loud and they're angry and they're bitter and that's why they go for the exotic because the exotic women are more calm and you know common and collected and they don't give them shit
1: and get surgery to look like black women, but somehow it's better because it's silicone and not real.
0: Yeah, and um, they're both fools. Yeah, I just this is the thing. I don't know why. First of all, I've never understood why anybody would want to be called exotic. Ex- when I hear exotic, I think of lions and tigers, and but you know what? <laughs> <Who was>? Is <laughs> if you want to be called exotic, girl, do you? Secondly, when you look at all these rappers and basketball, like when they start, their baby mamas are just like regular ass black women, you know, like that look like me and look like you. Yeah. And they get to a certain point of success. And, and they kick
1: them out of the moving car and are like, where is my Colombian woman?
0: And then I just, it's, it has to be like a self-hate issue for sure
1: this has nothing to do with
0: us and that's why i try to ignore it even though um many
1: men such as um 50 cent Mm -hmm. um want to shove it down our throats but like Mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with me the fact that you feel better because you are with someone who is not black is just Highlighting how much
0: self hate you have, that you feel like not black is better. Exactly, and Crystal said, "Crystal from the Read Guys, check out that podcast." But best podcast ever, literally. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But she was saying that black men, the only like issue that they feel they have is that they're not white. Oh yeah, and so exactly and so can you imagine a world where if white if white men said hey black man i am going to give you in south africa they had this um they had this policy in apartheid they would they would give a colored person a white card if he was if he was pale enough they would say okay here you get a white card and so if they did that in 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 the west where they were like okay black man here is your white card we have decided that you get all the white privileges do you know that they would be like fuck you guys then
1: i i mean i feel like many more black men would accept that than black women because i feel like black women would be like
0: no uh this is who i am and even if it doesn't come with all of these
1: advantages i'm not going to just like toss that out of the window
0: but i know for a fact we would say yeah (laughs) a lot of black men especially black straight men would be like all right (laughs) i'm done here without a second thought like oh i don't have to talk to any of those edwards anymore perfect
1: wonderful let's get out of here
0: they would literally and it's so it's so crazy to think that like we are the ones like I've been to a lot of protests over the years and like, we are the women, like we're, we're always at the front lines. I, you know, even when you go to these like summits and meetings and like Toronto, whatever, anti-racism, it's always the mothers who are there or the aunties or, or us who are like, no, stop killing our black men. Yeah. but But
1: then if there was a rally for black women it would just be black women
0: exactly when we went to the slut walk i didn't see one black man there i swear and i and we were walking for sexual assault against women
1: and i'm not gonna give black men a pass i feel like they're dealing with a lot of shit and that's why it's a little bit hard for them to open up and look at everyone else's shit but as black women we're dealing with more shit
0: but we look at the bigger picture. Why can't exactly. black men? I, and,
1: I, and I feel like it's men are just we can we can do 10,000 things at once.
0: Absolutely. And as women, mm-hmm. as black women more specifically, and, and
1: men just don't have the range. They're like, I'm going to focus on this one thing. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's going to be myself and other black men. So I just don't care about anybody else because I can't think about more than one thing at once.
0: So we're talking about a a few different things here. So there's self-hate, for sure. One hundred percent. But definitely, like, you know, colonization and, like, because there's something... I've I've never been able to understand the hate that Black men are just willing to freely, just out of nowhere. Like, I remember this... What is that fool's name? Kodak Black. Oh, God. Who randomly was just like just ra- no one asked him. I mean, he was just like, yeah, Taylor Swift can get it, but that black bitch Kiki Palmer. Mm. He said that. Yeah. And he then even that, that, that basketball player who was randomly like Joe Scott is attractive. Mm, yuck! You guys find Joe Scott attractive? And it wasn't until people like read him.
1: Yeah, and he was like, oh, like I don't, I don't. It's be- I feel like because Black men take Black women for granted. Because we're just, we are, there is no way that we will not be by their side supporting them. So I'm like, I can treat them like trash and, I'm, mm-hmm. and I can continue to get the love and support because.
0: Exactly. I, and
1: I, I don't know if it's the same statistic, but I remember reading about it like years ago, but that it's Black women and Asian men are the two groups that are least likely to date out of their race. Like, mm-hmm. and are like, the highest percentage of single people.
0: Can you imagine?
1: I, <sighs> and then if we, we do decide, like, you know what, maybe I, maybe I'm going to try something else. Mm-hmm you're demonized and called race traitors and then oh and also, god, like, yeah. I, I don't think that's real but there is still a little bit of me that when i was at the wedding i felt a little ashamed that both of us had our white boyfriends and i was like god mm-hmm. we're those people but yes if, if, we were two, if we were two brothers and we had um white girlfriends i don't think we would have feel like
0: oh you oh, would have felt like all oh, right on brand
1: exactly be like let me shove this in everyone's face and mm-hmm. i'm a like, white girl with me but like there's in no way did we feel that we were like oh god
0: and the thing i don't understand is why black men why can't you just date your white woman in peace why does it have yeah, to like,
1: be I don't care. like go for it just exactly in the process you don't need to be like i'm dating her because she's better than you because you're loud and you're you talk too much. i like, what are
0: you talking about? Who, I I, and nobody else. And it's just. I know so... plenty of loud and aggressive white women. Oh. So what are you talking about? Oh, girl. You just gotta turn on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Angela. Angela? Or Angela? Is you her She's name... the perfect example. Oh, my. Like, she. I'm just always waiting for her to go off because, like. It just doesn't make sense to me, and it seems so easy for for black men to, like, we're just so easy for them to get to diss and to disrespect. Yeah, we're disposable again
1: because we're just we're taken for granted. We will always be there, so yeah. So you know what? You can treat them any kind of way because they'll always be there for me, and that's a- no fair.
0: Yeah, a very good example is the difference between Tamara Maori. When uh-huh. I read her comments, like, because I, I well, before this um episode, I was, I found pictures on her Instagram of her and her husband, uh-huh. and black men were like, oh my god, you went and dated that Republican guy, like, you're, you're with a white man, how can you even talk about black issues if you're gonna be with a white man, what? and I'm like, this girl has, anyways, <laughs> and then you have people like Terry Crews when he went through his sexual assault. When black women were like, No, we have to believe him. Da, da, da. And black men were like, You're a pussy. You should yeah. have punched him in the face. The, the same black men that the moment they blink, 911 is called. But you're telling yeah. Terry Crews to throw away his whole bag. And beat up a white, he's already like a tall, big black guy. What do you think is going to happen if he was to, if he would have choked that guy out? But these are the same black men you should have. Even D.L. Hughley, who writes books and endless books about, you know, black enfranchisement and black empowerment and anti-racism. is the same person who told Terry Crews, well, you're not a man because you didn't beat the shit out of him.
1: And then Terry Crews is supported by the black women. Yes. And then he... Turns around. It really, like, if you try... Like, I wish I had a big chalkboard so I could try to draw to, like, make the connections because they aren't. Because it doesn't make any sense that we're being treated like trash.
0: By black men. We
1: are treated. Exactly. Like, we should be... Reveled and like it should be like oh my goodness my like but it's not it's like oh here's Mm -hmm. my regular regular black girl Mm -hmm. but if I can I'll get a nice exotic girl from somewhere else because then it shows that I've made it and that I'm no longer not able to attain certain things you know
0: yeah and when when a black man is proudly because I've even seen um there's a guy on uh, Instagram Derek Jackson he's a motivational speaker. He often talks about his love for black women. Same thing with John Boyega, and say people like black men once again berate them like, "Oh, you're causing discrimination," and how can you just see what's wrong with other black women? It's like I feel like black men—they're always just ready to. They're like market women. They just want to fight <laughs> all they the just time
1: want to keep against us.
0: Yeah, like, you're just ready to, like, dis... And that's the problem I have. Every time a black... Anyone defends a black woman, anyone says black women are beautiful, and y'all you, you all are ready to just be like, nah, fuck that. What do you mean? Yeah. But don't...
1: oppose the opposite, <sighs> in, if a black man's being attacked, black mm-hmm. women are the first people to be like, no, this is, like, we are so supportive. And I, I really... I wish that we could be on the same page, but I don't know when that's ever going to happen.
0: And yeah. And it's going to happen. Throughout this whole you know, I yeah. consider myself like an activist. Mhm. But like there are times when I'm like what is the point of yeah, um, like would you
1: do the same thing for me if I got if someone knelt on my neck for mm-hmm the same amount of time as George Floyd. Like, would you be out on the street Mm -hmm. and feel as passionate about this as I do about this right
0: now? Exactly. And someone brought up an interesting point that if George Floyd's uh, story read, he left a husband and, you know, a daughter...
1: I, I mean...
0: What would that have looked like? And this is a criticism that, like, even Sean King has received. But from what I've seen, Sean King is not does not like being critiqued. <laughs> he's not. I can't
1: even get into the Sean King thing because people have a lot of things to say about him. I haven't done my googles about it, so mm-hmm. I'm like unaware. All mm-hmm. I know is, like, in the moment, he's been he's been getting the word out. Is he black? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> oh but... <laughs> I'm no gonna... that okay he's bl- guys i saw that too he's black
1: i really don't even
0: know <laughs> no i don't want people the thing for me is like he's he's been asked multiple times about you know the women and like the lack thereof of the same amount of zeal okay.
1: like if, what, if he were a gay man or if he were a trans yes woman, like... Would
0: you care this much? And he's been criticized for that because a lot of trans women have died um at the yeah. hands of police. There's a lot of trans women that have been arrested and put in prison while protesting. Um, yeah. Just recently, we lost Oluwatoyin. And there was, you know, like, Sean King is, you know, he's what we call like a nigger's nigga. Like, you know, yeah. the, the J. Coles of the world. Like, oh yes, he's woke, but only when it applies to black men, black yes, straight men
1: woke in his own way he's. he's right. uh,
0: thank you. yeah, so like so I always wonder, like, is this really worth it? because if I was if the same thing was was to happen to me, you would probably say, well, she was probably shouting at the police and she deserved to die because she's a loud bitter black bitch <laughs> So what's the point?
1: I, I feel like, and I, you know what, I feel like as black women, we've all had this thought of just like, why am I putting this much energy into something you would not, you would not have the same energy for me. But when mm-hmm. I, it's like, it's, it's such a personal thing for me, you know, and yeah. it sucks that black men aren't able to see themselves in black women, but I feel like black women see themselves in black men because mm-hmm. like, we're all black, like we're the, we're the same. Yeah but and I feel like it's I don't like I don't know if black women are able to see that more and it's like because it when this happened if it had happened to a black woman Mm -hmm. like the George Floyd situation it would have hit me in the same way but I know you're like and if it was a gay man or if it was a trans woman it Mm -hmm. would have been just as painful for me but I don't know if the same is true for black men. If it was, if it was someone with a different identity, if they would have cared or it would have felt, it would have hit home as much as it does.
0: Oh, definitely not. A straight black man. I I highly highly doubt that that it would have because in the week that um Olu like Oluwatoyin when she was killed, there were about three trans women that died. Yeah. And there was one trans man as well that died in that same week. Yeah. And no word, you yeah, know. And, and Black Lives Matter is supposed to be... And I love that he has, like, you know, the good thing is he has people like Tamika Mallory um, and I think someone else who is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter talking about these things. But I've yeah. always wondered as, like, him being the spotlight...
1: Yeah, like why aren't you speaking about it? Why do you need to call upon other people to speak about it?
0: Yeah, and the thing and the other thing is like he's been asked, like, hey Sean, like Hello, the last time someone asked him about that, he he got angry. So he's not ready for that conversation. (laughs) But I
1: I think what and like what I said about seeing ourselves in black men, I don't know if you feel the same way. I'm gonna assume you do. Mm -hmm. Just because like I'm sure for you, it was the same for me but like this is this could have happened to me
0: exactly that me is then, what I'm always that's what we're always telling ourselves as we're like this could be my son, like when you this see it could on be my father, mm-hmm. yeah, we' always
1: some reason, black men don't say this could be my daughter, this could be my mom,
0: yeah, and but then we're also I was reading an article called. I think it's called. I have rape-colored skin, Uh and you know, and it was talking about the fact that we, as black women, not only do we have to deal with racism, but also we're vulnerable to the, to like violence from black men, and that's what we see with Oluwatoyin, and I was reading a crazy statistic that twenty five percent of deaths of black women are by black men that's and yet we're only i think in a, in America we're only 2% of the population or something crazy like
1: yeah i think it's like somewhere around like 8 or 9 or maybe 11% i don't know
0: yeah but i remember reading 25% of deaths are by black men and yes, and towards black women. Yes, with. Well, that. I, I
1: I know, like race within race, crime is always the highest, and I I and it's always not always, but it's mostly men against women. So I guess that does kind of make sense. But again, it like yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't make sense because we should be protecting each other.
0: I was and shocked it, at yeah. that statistic, and like the person who who shared this stat, uh, her name is Lavi Ajay. She is she has a podcast called Jesus and Your Love. Yeah. But like th- the men in her comments were like you are just bitter and I am not that black man. And that's what I've always hated about like straight black men. It's like why can't you look beyond me and what you nobody if you're not an abuser, great. We're talking yeah. about the abusers here. Exactly. I get into fights. Do you know how many times I fight with black men in my DMs?
1: I love that you fight with people because I actually won't. Like, I'm like, I'm not having, like, I just, I, there's so much information out there. And if you have not accessed it and processed it, that's your issue. I'm not, I'm not.
0: Because, like, I don't understand. You come and you see my, my my status. It's not like I came looking for you in, in uh, a... Yeah. You came, you read my status. And the thing is, y'all read one sentence and then you come you're like,
1: you are making
0: assumptions about all black men. How dare you? I'm like, did you read? Did you finish reading? Yeah. And then, but it happens, I can tell you like almost every day. Anytime I post about- People are
1: sliding into your DMs to be salty?
0: Yeah, to be like, you are disrespecting the black man. I get this what? all the time. I've had to delete like five people since this, uh, since George Floyd was killed. Because oh, I've been like, goodness. respect black women, protect black women. A guy actually DM, I, he's my friend's boyfriend. He's yeah. like, who's going to protect the black man? I was like, go fuck yourself. And I deleted him. just
1: been protecting you all this time. What are you talking about?
0: And it was, like, over a thing of, like, Brianna Taylor. And I was like, please do me a favor and suck every dick out here. Yeah. I couldn't even tolerate it. Now... No,
1: I can't. I don't know how you do it because I... I will I, not... I'm already so upset about everything that's happening that I will not... I will not engage... Especially yeah. not with black men about these things. Like, I'm not like, we should, what are you talking about? We should be on the same page.
0: Exactly. And I don't understand why that is hard, but I've resolved to just being like, black men, they just want to quarrel. That's it.
1: <laughs> and again, we have to clarify that we're not talking about all black men. No. We know that there are many that cake for us and are on the same page. But a large, large amount or not.
0: Y'all are loud, you know, like, so that's why we even have to have this conversation because you're the 50 cents of the world. You are the Terry Cruises of the world. Exactly. So we have to talk about it.
1: For the black men that do have sense, Mm -hmm. like, when your friend is talking nonsense, can you please say, hey,
0: Oh my god. Yes.
1: So we can stop this and we don't have to talk about this anymore because we're all on the same page. And we're not being.
0: Thank treated you, like you for god. saying that. It is so important. We tell white people all the time you need yeah. to talk to your daddy and your grandmother from the South. You need to. Black men. Yes. Why are you not talking to your homies who are making jokes about spiking a girl's drink? Or. I... You know, I can't imagine. Like, I cannot imagine you sit in a room and you hear your buddies being like, "Oh, so I put, you know, I put a little bit of aspirin in her vodka, and then I took advantage of her, and then da da da." da. And y'all are okay hearing these conversations. Someone was saying that, like, why is it that women, we as women, we all know who has been that who has been sexually assaulted, but men don't know anybody who has been raped, a lot of the time.
1: And, like, they do know a lot of people that I've been, they just don't actually know. Like, they don't know, they know people who have been sexually assaulted, but they just, like, or, and they know people who have sexually assaulted, but they just don't, like, know.
0: Mm-hmm. And hmm And it's,
1: like, ignorance is bliss, right?
0: Yeah. We, we, we gotta do better. We huh? gotta. Black men have to do better, for sure.
1: 100% so many people need to do better but it's, uh... Uh, let's let's go ahead and start with black men because if we're going to attempt to get other people to treat us with equality and to step up their behavior towards us we've got to look at ourselves and be like you know what how am I treating other people mm-hmm. in a way that is is unacceptable and is not of the way that I'm saying I should be treated you know yeah
0: and take the me out of it like it does if you are not a rapist I, you don't need a hand clap that's the normal way to be you shouldn't be a rapist what exactly. do you want me to do you li- I'll see guys like being like this guy literally was in my dance being like well my father was uh, my father used to beat my mom but I I would never do that good I'm happy you will not beat anyone what do you want me Thank to you do? For the bare <laughs> like, I just don't understand. But my last question is... Now, yeah. me... I don't know. I'm hopeless when it comes to, you know, thinking that straight black men will ever cape for us. But do you have hope? Do you think that there is change coming? Do you think things will change?
1: I mean... I'm hopeful because for all of these things to happen and for people to not look within themselves and see how they need to improve Mm -hmm. would be ridiculous but you know what I I have high expectations for black men but at the end of the day they're still men and they and unfortunately people often cling to the power that they do have and Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the power black men have
0: is over black women so it's going to be hard but
1: I'm hopeful that people will take a look at themselves and, and say, hey, like, this isn't right, I need to change, especially if I'm demanding change from other people. But I really, yeah. I, I, want, I hope so, but I'm going to, unfortunately, I don't know how quickly it can happen. I feel like it, it will happen eventually, I'm just not sure if it's going to happen anytime soon, you know? Mm. What do you feel about it?
0: <sighs> I think that black women have to remove their support in order for black men to see what it's like when black women don't support them i think that's what has to happen
1: you saying that just like took the breath from me i was just like oh my god like the thought of like us removing our support is like it seems and i i get what you mean because then then there will be no more taken for granted because yeah will be proof that we will
0: not always be there. And and there'll be proof that like it is it it's because of black women that these things are moving and that they're happening. When you look at any movement, yeah. the feminist yeah. movement we're um at the forefront. we're always at the forefront. And I think black men have to see that oh, so you mean to tell me that black women are a thing because right now we're just there and we'll always be there, you know? And then, and when I say black women have to remove themselves, I mean really remove themselves from caping for black men. You women who go out and you start beating another woman for that foolish (laughs) idiot that cheated on you. That's so dumb. I don't get it. He's the one you're committed to. Why are you beating another woman?
1: Or you know the thing that really gets me? I've seen so many Insta posts about like, and then, like 15 years into it, they can finally take some time to appreciate their black woman. Like, she's been through well, she's been with me through the worst, which means that he cheated on her, did a bunch mm-hmm. of shit, and she stuck around. We know we do not need to stick around. What are you talking about? You don't so need saying, to stick
0: around
1: 15 years of shit to be
0: able to finally be appreciated. In 15 years, I will be like 40, guys. I'm not interested, no, like. And that's the thing, b- b- if Black women would just, if we could, as a collective, just say, "Oh, okay, is this what y'all are doing? We're taking ourselves out."
1: Yeah, but you I feel see. like that it's really hard to do because of what we were talking about earlier, of like, like the shame you feel if you, yeah, if you're not ride or die for Black men, but like we don't need to feel that shame because it doesn't make sense that we are just taking it from all sides and are like, you know what? He did this, but he's going to be better. Like he has another girlfriend, but maybe eventually he won't have another girlfriend and then he'll love me. No,
0: Mm -hmm. no, no. And honestly, you know, it's not even an issue of, if you find a guy that you connect with, I think you should be with him or a girl that you connect with. Yeah. Be with that person.
1: And it's opening yourself up to connecting with uh, like with more than one type of person, right? Mm-hmm. But and and I think a lot of the issue is because of how segregated this world is. Like mm-hmm. I was talking about the South being segregated, but like it's pretty segregated up here too. It's not as it's not as like blatant as it is in the South, but like mm-hmm. people normally and maybe it's not really segregation here and it's more people just like flocking to their own communities, but like mm-hmm. how will you really know anything different if you're not even really willing to
0: try something now and one thing i've noticed you know with in within my own community yeah. is that there is a difference between so white girls who date sorry black women in my community who date white guys like they're they're fine they're still a part of the rest of us yeah yeah the black Uganda, the sorry, I was gonna say black Ugandan, the Ugandans who date white girls, they're sort of in their... By,
1: I'll never see you ever
0: again. Yeah, they're in their own clique. They're like in this clique of black men who date white girls and then they don't even frontanize with the rest of us. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: I, it's so confusing, Jane. I feel like they, we will both be like shaking our heads and just... Like sorry, scratching our heads about this until we're like sixty, and then we're gonna get sixty, and we'll be like, we don't fucking care anyway.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like when you come to, if you ever, I don't think you'll ever come to my church, but like, it's crazy <laughs> when you see. I had to Tell me, I will not. It's crazy when you see like the Ugandans who are with white women, and you're like, I have never seen you before, and really? then. Yeah, and then they're also like in another clique of other Ugandans who only date white women. And like so, and, it's and fascinating. Just, like, so easily jumping ship and being like, "Well, I got this white woman, so like fuck y'all, I don't care yeah. about you guys." It I is got the so class. fascinating, and matters. and yet the, the 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 Ugandan women in my church that are with they've continued their work in the church like you no know, like who cares? Yeah,
1: because and that's what it is. It just your partner or be, being with someone who is white shouldn't shouldn't affect your entire life. It shouldn't be the focus of things. It's like, mm. okay, uh, my partner is my aunt. Like, I'm still yeah. this person.
0: But black men, it's like, I have to banish myself from my community. Because they're know- am
1: better than you guys. So I, I, I must leave uh... goodbye. I have my white
0: girlfriend. My God. Well, I sure hope that... Um, I know, like, my my recommendation is is crazy but i honestly can't see another way and i think of course we're not saying that it's only black men that do this white black women do this all the time as well like i've seen i've seen this on twitter multiple times oh well black men were treating me like shit and i had to switch teams and yada 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 yeah, and, it
1: happens more often, or we see it more often the other way around.
0: Definitely, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's why we, we talk about it. And black women just would love for y'all to keep our names <laughs> out of your mouth.
1: Yeah, literally do whatever you want to do, but don't yeah. say I'm doing this because you're trash. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't make any sense. You just look like somebody who hates their mom.
1: Yeah, and the person who gave you everything you're mm-hmm. talking shit about her how does that make sense
0: there is an episode you need to go watch of Ianla. of and the what? black men Ianla fix my life oh. <laughs> and it is these black men um i have to warn you it will make you angry Okay. I believe it's on YouTube. So she's interviewing these black men who don't date black women, like specifically have oh said, I God. will never, I will not God forbid it. <sighs> and so Ianla asks one of the guys, like, why do you, why, why don't you want to date black women? Like, what is it about them that you hate? And get ready for this. <laughs> he said, it's because of my mother and she goes hmm why is that and then he goes well my mother worked three jobs she was never home she was barely home and when she was and though and then he said my father was in prison for 25 years to life she worked three jobs to raise my siblings and i and the one time and then the time with, that she was home she was just always angry and just seemed like she didn't he's like he she always showed me love but I could tell she was just a bitter woman
1: and so from this entire situation he took that his mom was in the wrong and not his dad that caused his mom to live a miserable life where she worked all the time yeah and so she was unhappy and he was like you know what this woman who did so much and was willing to make herself miserable to support me and my siblings is the reason why I wouldn't like, what are you talking about?
0: I couldn't, you know. I'm angry, dude. I'm angry. <laughs> and imagine how you feel watching five black men talk like this. Um, well,
1: you know what? I need to watch it because I know Iyama gathered them together. She she's was unqualified, but she gathered them probably <laughs> in the most comical way, and I need to yeah. see it. Yeah.
0: And she was like, sorry. So she, at one point, <laughs> she's like. I, she called her beloved. Yeah, she, because it's like you just said it. Yeah. That, like, you, you it's in what you said. Yeah. Of all the things you just said about your mom, you gathered that she was bitter? You know, like, even with my mom, like, my, my mother had she was in an abusive marriage that she had to leave, and like, of course she was unhappy. I wasn't shocked.
1: <laughs> like, and, and that goes back to, like, the assumption that black women should just be there and they should be happy for how their lives are even if they're fucking married a man who decided or you know i don't even know what he could have easily been wrongfully convicted but we're not even getting gonna get to that let's let's assume that this father who was in there for 25 years to life mm-hmm. did some stupid shit mm-hmm. and caused her to have to work three jobs there's the assumption or there is the belief that though she is living, she has been put through all of this shit, she still should be happy mm-hmm. and she should do this with a smile on her face. And Are keep
0: in mind, night? she was working three jobs and they were still poor. They were <laughs> still barely making it. And you expect that woman to come and have a plastic smile on her face.
1: No, he doesn't deserve a black woman. I
0: he was doesn't just, and like then. A, you're a dummy. <laughs> hey you know, please, yeah, it's the last time I saw it, it was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still there, but I was flabbergasted. like I'll,
1: I'll, I'll do my Googles
0: because the I need to see this. audacity, it was such a horrifically that's so fucking stupid uh, and 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 the thing is, it wasn't just him, it was other black men talking like this and and, and talking about how their... talking about their moms. Their aunties. The women and that have <laughs> Who listens to this and has an
1: issue with the subject matter, please please note that there wouldn't be a Yamaha episode about it if it wasn't if it yeah. wasn't quite the issue in our community. And oh, she was my able to so easily find people who despised black women and it... and celebrated the fact that they weren't with them.
0: You no, Ianla looked at him like
1: Oh my god, I can't wait.
0: I have to see (laughs) it. She was so. But, anyways, yeah, it was so. I will never forget. I watched that a few years ago, and I'm still. Every time I think about it, I'm like, a black man opened his mouth and said that. (laughs) But, um.
1: (laughs) Your stupidity, because that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He literally like this woman sacrificed and did everything she could mm -hmm. in a in a situation that she was put into, and that and I don't want someone who would do the same for me.
0: Oh, and (laughs) by the way, at the end, he's like, obviously, I appreciate my mom, but (laughs) no, you don't. I
1: almost slapped him at one point.
0: Um. i No, she didn't. <laughs> but, like, that that, but That would have been great. That's all I could hope for. There's a scene where, yeah, you know, Iyanla is crazy, so she puts them in a room full of black women, and yikes. Yeah, <laughs> Those are the antics that I love. She, I, like, uh, she it's
1: full-not. We're not even going to
0: get
1: into it. I love yeah, Yanla. The, inter-
0: it. <laughs> the interaction was cringe. I was like, Iyanla, they told you they hate us. And you, she literally she was like, I need 15 black women now. And all dark-skinned I women, know. I need them in this room, and you're gonna I talk to them. I cannot wait. <laughs> That's perfect, Jane. But thank you so much for coming. This was really good. Um, I enjoyed this conversation. Please come back because I feel of like course. this is ongoing.
1: Thank you for having me. This has been such a nice conversation.
0: It was okay, guys. See you next week. Bye, bye. Bye, Jane. <laughs>